Hello, friend. This is your host, Sarah. And Greer. Greer. Welcome to the Fulfillment Project podcast. We have an episode today inspired by a post that um, was posted on Numa's Instagram. Um, A few episodes ago, we announced that Numa is a collaborative effort that we have launched with a collection of coaches to really help people get unstuck to break decades of patterning, heal traumas, and truly rise to a a bigger and higher potential. And so this post that we did on the NUMA Instagram, we'll leave a link in the show notes um, for anybody who wants to go maybe look at it while we go through this, is about the difference between the victim and the empowered mindset. And this conversation is going to be really key for anybody who feels like they are struggling right now, that they're going through challenges, they're confused at why something is happening, maybe life feels hard right now, and we want to teach you how to step more in the driver's seat, feel more in control, and be in more in that empowered mindset so that you can look for solutions and feel better along the process of getting yourself into maybe a more enjoyable uh, position. So let's dive in. You are listening to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. My name is Sarah Funnel, your host, fellow sister seeker, and author of Follow the Joy, the book on aligned manifestation. This show is your spot for spiritual and personal development. It's your soft landing into a place for you to embody your truth and reclaim your sovereign power. I've been a coach for more than a decade, helping thousands of people transform their lives. And I'll be sharing the most effective and profound tools to help you step into the most abundant, joyful, and fulfilled version of yourself. I'm so glad we found each other here today. My promise to you is that this show will support you to live from a fully embodied and aligned space so that you can reach your goals, share your gifts with the world, and step into a life that is truly your own. Take my hand, dear sister, and let's jump in. So victim mindset versus empowered mindset. And maybe before we get into this, Sarah, we should just say that not to put too much stock in these labels, victim mindset is sometimes also referred to as fixed mindset. Empowered mindset is growth, healing mindset. They're all kind of um, interchangeable. The, yeah, they're interchangeable. And so I think we just kind of wanted to go through point by point, um, sort of like a checklist and comment on what we see yeah there's there's eight points here and um I think it's also good to kind of have this as like a filter and I know I do this as like a filter like if life is feeling hard if I'm kind of in like the like oh what was me um you know catching myself in different mindsets uh it's it's a great way to be able to self-correct yourself um with each of them so Greer lead us off what is our first point of victim mindset. So our first point of victim mindset is, are you in the frame of mind wondering why things are happening to you Mm. versus an empowered for you? Mm -hmm. So often if you catch yourself saying, why is this happening to me? That'll, that'll help you figure out which category you're in. Yeah. It's like the, this shouldn't be happening. Like why me? Woe is me. Um, It's a very like self-loathing type of, uh, type of situation. 
maybe not self-loathing, but there's definitely a lot of like pity involved. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You know? And so if you are asking like, why is this happening? That in itself is not a bad question. I mean, the same question is in the empowered mindset only it's why is this happening for me? Like there's an element of curiosity of openness of intrigue versus if you're just like why is this happening and it's coming from a place of annoyance Mm -hmm. and maybe you know frustration uh that to me is kind of implied there yes because I know I don't ask why is this happening to me I'll just ask why is this happening me in my infinite wisdom, has decided this is not what I want. This is not what's best for me, and I don't want it. Why is it happening? Why is it happening? It needs to go. This is not wanted. (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, thank you. Where's the receipt? Yeah. And I think it's really good, like a a good reminder that life has so many ebbs and flows, ups and downs. Um, You know, when things are good, we think they're going to be good all the time. And then, you know, a challenge or a struggle comes its way and usually not at a time where we want it, which is never. (laughs) Like there's never a good time for a challenge, right? Like when is it I would like my struggles? I'm going to clear my calendar for a challenge this week. (laughs) I would like to struggle on Tuesday and only Tuesday. (laughs) Right? And so that's why I think like it's it can be very easy and l- listeners Greer and I are not perfectionists or perfect at this not perfectionists sorry. I was say, we are perfectionists we are. we're just not very good ones <laughs> yeah we are we're not perfect we are not perfect in this and it's it's I catch myself many times and especially this year I did catch myself of like oh like why is this happening to me or why is this happening and I have to reframe it that you know, challenges are going to come up and this isn't the only time I'm going to be dealing with something or having to make a hard decision or, or facing a situation like this. And so when we can be more in that empowered state of like, okay, it's happening, not why mm-hmm. is this happening, but how is this happening for me? And and how can I, like what you said, Greer, like look at this with curiosity puts you in a much stronger position. And I think it also leads nicely into that second point of the victim mindset, which is like a focus on what you don't want Mm. right like whatever's happening you've already decided you don't want it yeah instead of looking at like okay maybe I don't have to like want it like just accept it like acceptance is a really great place to get to but in an ideal world now that this is happening and I've accepted that it's happening what's the best outcome and that maybe isn't uh a physical outcome maybe it's just the best outcome is me handling this as well as I can and and maintaining that acceptance piece regardless of you know which way this situation goes yeah um I find it very easy myself included to know what I don't want what I don't like what I don't want happening um but I think it's a little more difficult for people to really articulate what they do want Mm-hmm. And, and sort of be in that empowered mindset, we have to know what we want, or at least, you know, have the opportunity to be able to ask ourselves, okay, maybe this situation is happening that I don't like, it's unwanted, but 
what am I working towards and, and where am I trying to get and be focused on that positive outcome and the progression moving forward as opposed to like the stagnancy of where you are. Yeah. And I think, I think there's something to be said of accepting that you don't know what is mm. in your best interest mm. because you have such a limited perspective as, you know, a single individual person. Um, to, so for you to preemptively label something as bad and or good, you, well, it's really hard to do that when you don't have the full picture. It's kind of like trying to solve a mystery when all you have is like your suspicions and no actual evidence to yeah. piece it together. Yeah. So with all of this, it's sort of like accepting that you have a limited perspective and then being open to all the other possibilities that are beyond it mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. sort of helps with like okay so in my narrow view of the world I've decided I don't want this well is it true is this really the worst thing that could possibly happen to me or could it potentially lead to something that I just can't see yet mm, yeah. and so this sort of empowered mindset this growth mindset this healing mindset is really just opening yourself up from, you know, thinking that what you see is all there is. Yeah. And there's so many times in my life where I felt like, like something was falling apart, right? It's like, why, why is this happening? And it's falling apart. And I didn't want this to happen, but it was actually the coming together of something even better. That has happened over and over and over again. And sometimes we've talked about this on a past podcast where, Certain things have to break down for something new to come in. Yeah, you got to make room for it. Exactly. Yeah. Our third point um, with a victim mindset is blaming others. It's everybody else's fault. Why did well, you do this? <laughs> so in my family, there's usually, it's it's a running joke. It's, you know, when something happens, it's who can I blame? <laughs> so what I do in sort of like an acknowledgement of like this is something that we all do is you know it could be something as simple as oh I forgot to get this then I'll just ask in the most hilarious tone I can find all right well whose fault is that like I'm not actually trying to blame someone I think one time my mom was like making us dinner, which is like amazing. Awesome. I, that's like such a kind thing to do. And she says to us like, Hey, the squash is overcooked. And I was like, well, whose fault is that? Like, how could you, you're making us dinner and you overcooked the squash. Terrible, horrible. <laughs> um, we are a victim of your overcooked squash now. That's how horrendous. Yeah. But I just, I say the question because it's so easy to fall into, well, like my hands, mm. you know, aren't involved in this. It's your fault yeah. or it's life's fault. Um, and the empowered mindset is mostly about like, okay, so how can I take accountability for this somehow? Like if I chose it, how would I act? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think holding your, 
holding yourselves accountable is really taking responsibility. Um, and I, you know, Joe does a lot of like deep, deep work with clients, as you know, Greer, um, you know, hypnosis, timeline therapy, NLP stuff. And he says the clients who he sees struggle the most to change and evolve are the ones who can't take personal responsibility. Like they just, they blame others. They stay in that victim mindset. And so truly to change, you have to take that personal responsibility. You have to ask like, how am I accountable for this? Because without that step, like nothing changes. You will remain the victim of everything and nothing is your fault and it's all on other people. But when we take that responsibility, like that's where that empowerment comes in. And there's so much strength in that. I think you're also talking about like, this is why the word empowered is really nice because when you take responsibility, you have power over the situation versus when you, you know, blame someone else, you've given it away. Yeah. Right. Like if I'm responsible for the situation, then I have some amount of sway over it versus if I say that it's everyone else's fault, but mine and everyone else has power yes. and I'm just a sitting duck. Yes. Yes. Our fourth point for the victim mindset is that you're looking for reasons to dwell in negative energy. So this can look like complaining. This can look like focusing on the problem. Um, this could even be just wanting to be around others who are in misery as well. And just being in that negative energy because you're just in a bad spot or you're in a rut and maybe happy people make you irritated just because it's not where you are. And mm -hmm. so when we stay in that negative energy, A, it's going to make us feel like crap. It's going to constantly bring us down. It's probably going to lower our energy and we're not going to be in the energy of looking for solution. As opposed to looking for a lesson so we can level up. Yes, it might suck. It might might be a hard situation, but like, what can you learn from it? What are you not seeing? What do you need to learn in order to grow past this or step up or rise to the person that you need to be in order to move through whatever it is that you're going through? Yeah. I, and, I, you know, it also fosters that sense of like powerlessness when all you can see is the negativity, like mm -hmm. your little slice of perspective is just you're looking at terrible things all around you and life is miserable, yeah. which, you know, if, if that's all you're seeing, then it's true for you. Yeah. Um, so when you sort of see everything negatively and you feel really helpless and you feel really powerless, it, it can be quite a challenge to convince yourself of the opposite mm -hmm. of like, Hey, maybe what I'm seeing isn't all that there is. Yeah. That reminds me of that saying or phrase of, you know, like heaven and hell on earth, which I believe is very true. You know, you can be living in hell here or you can be living in heaven, depending on like where your thoughts are going, where your mindset's at and the energy you choose to live in. Yeah. And with those negative thoughts, they can you can get really caught up in that downward spiral totally of, of negativity just breeds more negativity so it can be quite challenging to reverse course and yeah. go okay maybe maybe things aren't as bad as they are maybe there's actually a, a an optimistic way 
to look at this situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you sort of shift gears, then you're in sort of like that positive upward spiral. Yeah. A really great uh, challenge, I guess we'll call it, or an activity for anybody who wants to work on their negative energy or the, the phrases they use or the words or even the conversations they have with people is to go on a seven day, no complaining purge. Mm, that's impossible. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Joe and I have like done this many times and it's, it's cool when you do it with someone else to like catch, catch someone, especially if you're living with someone and you don't realize how much you complain or there's like a little negative comment here, or you're just like looking at like the downside there. Um, it's, it's fascinating how easy we can just go to like everything that's going wrong and uh, overlook everything else that's going right. I come from a long line of uh, complainers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was why my offhanded comment was it's impossible. Um, But, you know, the important part with that uh, exercise that you shared, Sarah, was not to just, you know, put a clamp on it and internalize all the judgment and the criticism that you have, but to bring awareness Mm -hmm. to how much, how many offhanded remarks and how many judgments you just almost intuitively make about things based on how you're viewing a situation. Yeah. Watch other people too. It's, it's fascinating how much the general population loves to just dwell in negativity and and I don't know if it's, maybe it's a lot. I notice a lot with like our parents' generation and even like Joe's dad was over the other night and obviously like, you know, we're moving. Uh, we talked about that in our in the last episode and there was a lot that still needed to be done in the basement and Joe was explaining what needed to be done in like the next two days and Joe's dad is just like, oh, well, that's just like awful. And like, how are you going to do that? And like, just like negative, 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 negative. And Joe wasn't even like pre-framing it as negative is just kind of like this neutral like this is what's up and this is what needs to happen and and it, I could just that complaining and that negative nature is just so secondhand to so many people and I'm, I'm not you know judging him or like trying to point him out in any way but it's look at other people and the way they react to things um and and their own preconceived notions around things and how negative they can be it's it's fascinating We've already categorized them as good and or bad. Yeah, this is good. This is bad. This is right. This is wrong. And that's the way that it is. <laughs> and it cannot change. It no, is fixed. No. fixed. <laughs> um, so the next one on this list is thinking that you need to protect your image at all costs versus the opinions of others don't change my truth. Mm. Yeah. I see this as very much being like, you know, if we're going through like struggle or hardship or something, it's like the, what are people going to think? Yes. Yeah. People's opinions are terrifying. Right. You know, what does this say about me or what are people going to think? Or how does, you know, this affect my reputation or my overall image, which you know are not bad things to think about, but if, you know, your self-worth is hanging in the whims <laughs> of other people's opinions. That's something to really take a look at. Whereas, you know, in that empowered state, the opinions of others don't change your truth. I also think that 
when you are going through something and you happen to be stuck in a victim mindset and you are feeling very down and out and believing that everything is out of your control and maybe you're expecting to be let down by other people, um, disappointed by them, you're viewing the world as very hostile and things are just happening to you that you don't want. Um, and it can maybe be really hard to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. let your guard down and try something new and maybe open yourself up to more criticism and more negativity that is maybe putting you over your threshold of tolerance. Yes. Yeah. I see that, um, you know, being really rooted and grounded and secure in who you are as like the the foundation for like personal and spiritual development Mm -hmm. until that work is done. It's hard to transcend the judgments of others or your, you know, projection to the outside world, like what you look like to the outside world. Um, cause when you're, you're grounded in yourself and you're secure in yourself, like that stuff doesn't matter. And you're more apt to get yourself into a better position or, you know, do the things that you need to do or open up to other people or reach out for support and get help as opposed to staying in your own world, because you're afraid of what others are going to say or see or think of you. Yeah. And when you're, you're in the frame of mind where everything is dark and unwelcoming why would you want to take that risk yeah you know why would you want to put yourself out there why would you want to ask for help um why would you want to try something new if the if you see that the only thing life is giving you is bad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I really leaned into this one this year we've done podcast episodes you know just it was a challenging year like like, there's so much that came at me and it was, I recognized the stories that were going on in my head of like, what are people going to think? And, you know, I'm not in a good place and, you know, I don't want to show up and I still should show up. And, you know, there was even like lunch dates scheduled with friends and I'm just like, not in a good space. And I'm like, I don't want to put on a mask and I don't want to go out. And it was the first time where I really allowed a lot of acceptance into myself and, you know, recognize that I have a solid group of people around me and the support is there. And it was like vulnerable for me to like talk about what I was going through. And even though I didn't have solutions for sometimes some of the things I was feeling, it was um, very empowering uh, to allow myself to be seen by those that were closest to me. And as scary as that is, if you have solid support around you, it can be the most freeing and liberating and healing thing um, to be seen in all of your glory, the good, the bad, the (laughs) like all of it, um, because we're human. And I think everyone else is just searching to connect with other humans as well. Like the people around you don't need you to be perfect. Like they don't want you to be perfect. It's, it's not real. It's not real. My inner perfectionist would, uh, (laughs) beg to differ, but I'll let you have that one. (laughs) All right. Um, our next point, kind of very similar to what we were just talking about, you know, comparing yourselves to others. If you compare yourself um, and 
and think that you need to be like other people or that you are more inferior because you don't have do or look like someone else. Uh, it, it takes away all of your power. It makes you feel stuck. It makes you feel less than it can. I know for myself, when I compare a lot, it zaps my creativity. It zaps my energy. I'm like, why would I even want to take action? Why would I even want to do blah, blah, blah. Whereas opposed that to like understanding that everybody is unique and everybody is on their own path and on their own timeline and your beginning might be someone else's middle of the journey. And so there is no actual timeline that you're supposed to be on. And I think that was one of like the biggest things that I integrated a couple of years ago of just understanding that my time is my time and where I am is where I am. And why compare that to where someone else is and whose standard is really holding up that this other thing that I'm comparing to is the quote unquote right thing or right way to do it. I'm the only one doing that. Yeah. I love that you brought in that, that aspect of like standard. Cause it's like, well, why is my standard the right one? First right. of all, when, especially when you're looking at like snapshots, most of the time, you never know the full picture. So unless you're omniscient, which I don't know anyone who is, like you actually don't have the wherewithal to even make accurate comparisons in the first place. Totally. So like you're making a really inaccurate comparison and you're always putting yourself in the lesser position. Um, yet no wonder life is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it unless you want to add something, I was going to tie it into like the next point, which is like constant negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if you are constantly comparing yourself, um, for always wondering why things are happening to me and you're dwelling on the negativity, like you're going to have a lot of internal dialogue that is also very negative and not helpful. Yes. Yeah. The empowered side of that negative self-talk is recognizing the negative self-talk and really correcting those patterns of thoughts as much as you can, or looking to see them more in a neutral way. Um, we did a whole podcast on negative self-talk a couple episodes ago. Go back, listen to that. Joe has some great tools that he explained um, for shifting negative self-talk, but really just like witnessing it and like asking, like, is this really true? Um, mm. And looking at it from more of like an objective perspective, I find for myself um, has has really helped. Yeah. Um, and the last one on this list is hating or avoiding constructive criticism versus welcoming the feedback as an opportunity for growth. How dare someone give me feedback? <laughs> what do they know anyway? I'm perfect. How dare they? <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, this, this goes to like perspectives, like yes. because we only have like a very narrow perspective on life, it can be helpful for someone else who sees things completely differently to come in and be like, Hey, let me share with you, you know, my vantage point and what I'm getting from this situation. But if you are stuck in that victim mindset and that fixed mindset, your perspective is the only perspective that exists. And yes. how dare someone else come in and try and tell you otherwise. Yes. I've also found too, um, watching myself really shift out of this over the years. When 
there's so many of these traits of victim mindset and, you know, like you're in negativity and you're seeing what you don't want and like you're dwelling on things and like you're trying to protect your image when constructive criticism comes in. It's almost like, at least for myself, I used to look at it as like a personal attack. Yeah. It defines your worth and your value in person. Right. As opposed to being open and, you know, someone else has a different vantage point and like, they may be able to see my situation a lot more clearer than my own, you know, narrow perspective, um, or have different experiences than me, uh, to be able to help. And so just really being open to other people's like opinions and viewpoints, if you value, um, that person's feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make sure the feedback is coming from someone who genuinely wants to help you is coming from a place of compassion and not someone who simply wants to criticize you under the guise of it being constructive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is great. I feel more empowered. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) This is actually like a really good reminder. Um, And I love this post that we did again. I'll throw a link in the show notes if anybody you know, wants to go look at it and even like take a screenshot of it. And if you feel like you're going through something challenging or life is feeling like a struggle or you're like, ah, like what's happening? (laughs) Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Yeah. Like look through this checklist, see if you can see yourself in any of that victim mindset and that empowered mindset. There's some tips over there for you. Um, some ways to shift and just, even like what is that opposite that I could be or should be doing um, in order to help myself grow past this with a little bit more ease. Yeah. And just sometimes awareness is all you need in order to make that change. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you, Greer. Thank you for everyone tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode. Mm